Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and Beaches Vacation.com. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hello, and welcome to the Plugged In Podcast, where we talk with founders and CEOs in order to bring you the real stories of failures and triumphs, highs and lows they've experienced on their journey towards success. We will go in-depth with our guests to give you insights into how they have taken an idea from concept to realization, making those first key hires to building the right team, scaling revenues, how they overcame obstacles, and much more as we learn how they achieve success. This is the podcast that you want to subscribe to if you want to learn how to succeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plugged In. I'm Ellie Mandelbaum, an industry veteran who decided to do more than just listen to podcasts, but actually start one in which I interview people much smarter than me. In this episode, we're speaking with Dove Moran, a world-renowned inventor of the USB memory stick and the pioneer of several flash memory technologies, and now managing, uh, the managing partner of Grove Ventures. Dove is one of Israel's most prominent high-tech leaders, visionary entrepreneurs, and investors. Dove, welcome to the show. I hope I covered everything. If not, you could fill in, you know, why don't you fill in some of the blanks? You covered too much. I covered <laughs> I hear that. Until you finished, oh, you said, I'm still going about me. That's it. I'm going. Bye. <laughs> Excellent. So I want to get started. And, you know, this is going to take you back a while. But how did you get started in your career? Like, what was your first job? Mm, my first job? Wow. This was many years ago. Probably when I was a child. I worked for uh, my father at his garage. Uh, I was uh, helping my grandfather with his project that he gave to me when uh, in the summertime. Where did I, and I got money, yeah. My father paid me something like today probably would be 10 shekels per month per, per a week or something like that. But I was proud working with him. I enjoyed doing that. Got it. And what was your first job post-army? Uh, okay, so then I went uh, to study. Went then, then I went to the okay. Navy, actually. Okay. And when I, was, when I went to the Navy, I was dying to program. Because, you know, I studied computer engineering. You go to the Navy, you become a project manager. And by the way, amazing, beautiful time. It's, it's fascinating. It's great. But these were the first days of, uh, of microprocessor, not of PC. Microprocessor. <laughs> yeah. And then you die to do programming yourself. But they don't allow you. You don't design. You don't do programming. Programming, everything is doing. Mm-hmm. is doing. He's not interested in doing a fine, but how about me? I, that's what I want to do. Other than writing specs and going to uh, critical design reviews. And, uh, so anyway, so uh, I was really dying to do that. And I, I was trying to find any, anywhere I could do some programming. So I went, uh, these days there was a, a computer called Apple to sip mm-hmm. And one of my friends said, hey, I do have a, they want us to, they have a project that we can even get money. I was doing some project for Yeda, was a company who imported these days Apple to Israel. Yeah. How about uh, us doing the job together? Now, I knew some computer stuff he didn't know mm-hmm. nothing about. So yeah, let's do it together, which means you do, you do, you do 90% of the job, <laughs> but we share the revenue. Yeah. I said, okay, let's do it. I, I was happy to do it. By the way, how much money did we get from it? 
zero, so we just split half half was okay. <laughs> and uh, but it gave me some experience, and uh, I understood programming. And I then I found then I, I found a job. Someone was looking for a job to do programming or for a, a respiratory laboratory in uh, Ichilov uh, hospital. hospital. And the, the manager of this uh, hospital was ready to pay for the job, hundred shekels. I said, I'll take hundred shekels. Actually, the cost of the um, he wants a project, very small project. Just you know, I want some uh, mm-hmm. the, the the lady to enter the data and you store the data. You can recover data. You can. Uh, and I said, okay, I'll do it. Hundred uh, shekels. You know, it's not a lot of money, but still, you know, I want to program. Let me program. And and I, I've done it. And of course, after I did this, hey, wait, 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 I want to get the results that uh, all the people with the unique cases. Okay, I'll add to it. Uh, okay, no, no. I want to see the if somebody comes, and he comes, let's say, five times. I want to see something that shows his results. Okay, I'll add it. The cost of the bus tickets going every day, every few days to the, at the evening, because I was at the day, they during the time I was working for the Navy, mm-hmm. but at the evening, I spent many of the evenings there, the cost of the tickets, bus tickets, to go to Petar Tikva, a round trip was more than 100 checkers. <laughs> so if you ask me, I paid money to work, yeah? Yeah. That's reality. So, so from that, what, like, did anything from those type of jobs really stick with you moving forward through your career? Yeah, of course, you know, I, I learned what's the meaning of work. I learned how much money, um, how difficult is it to raise money. I learned the meaning of, uh, what's the meaning of, of getting money. <laughs> I, learned, uh, I learned programming, I understood projects, and I knew, I learned a lot of things. You, you, learn, you know, you, you learn when you put your hands into the mud. Yeah, that's, that's what you learn. No, I, 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 I totally hear that. I mean, that is one thing that I think a lot of people, you know, realize is, if you're not getting down and dirty, you know, you're not going to, you won't succeed. I mean, that's something that you really got to understand what everybody's going through and all the different, you know, jobs that a company has. You're going to go through it. And, and so you're actually able to really see it. So, um, you know, what was something that you failed at early on that really bothered you? All right. Something that maybe that you had to overcome. Hmm, uh, what bothered me? I think that uh, maybe something which I can talk about, what really bothered me, it was when I was at the age of uh, maybe 12. Yeah. Uh, and I, I asked myself the question of why do I survive? Why am I still breathing? Mm-hmm. What, really me, what is really my purpose? Why shall people generally worldwide live or do whatever they are doing? It's a tough question. Uh, <laughs> still, uh, still, uh, it's still under consideration. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that I do find, I did find a reason. And I do have a reason. I think it's something that leads my way. And uh, that's my, my religious, actually, which is similar to yours. But uh, still, uh, we do have purpose. That's, that's similarity. <laughs> We're all religious, yeah? yeah. Uh, we do have a purpose. Uh, we do believe in a purpose. It's a bit different, yeah? Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I think that the, the fact that we have a purpose is, is by itself very meaningful and very important. So, yeah, they asked me what bothered me, that bothered me. No, I, I hear that. That's one of the reasons I moved to Israel, that was, was that purpose, yeah, right? That, that deeper meaning that I, that I found, you know, in Israel. So, you know, let's move on to, you know, so you created the USB, and I, I think that, you know, I say it so casually, but it's really not. I mean, it's a, it was a really 
you know, revolutionized the the you know the the computer space, right? The data space, where you know everybody here at Discount Key, you know, it's so prevalent now, right? It's so. But how did you come up with it? Like, what made you think of, you know, I I, I just you know why not let's get something that's a little small and put something on it, and this way I could take the data and just do go wherever I want with it. Like, when did you come up with that idea? So the story, I do have a story. I do have this uh, moment of uh, inspiration, if I can define something like that. But I tell you the truth, I told this story so many times. <laughs> I bought Okay, it. so... But, so, but there's something which I say, I, it's important to me to say to the audience. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, uh, end of the day, end of the day, I did this invention of the USB flash drive. After dealing with flash, understanding flash, understanding taking flash, make flash not as a USB device, but taking flash and make it something that appears like a hard drive. Uh, I knew that USB is coming to the market because I read a lot about what's going on. I knew what Dell is doing, what HP is doing, what Intel is promoting. It's actually, the end, end of the day, it's, it's connecting dots. So I could tell you a glorious story. You know, I went to a conference, which is a tool, by the way. Mm-hmm. I went to a conference. My computer didn't work. Somebody offered his computer. I said, I could, how can I transfer my my file into your computer? There's no way. End of this day, uh, I was. Uh, I said, hey, never, never again in my life I go to make a presentation without having a copy Please. presentation in my, in my pocket. That's the glory moment, yeah. But so it was, reality, it was, it was, the reality, the reality, you have to learn. You have to study. You have to get very deep into subjects that you want to expose, to explore. You have to... Uh, it's a lot of work. Even after getting this idea, there was a lot of work to be done until we made it a success. It, yeah, hey, I have an amazing idea. You know, people live under the, the belief that they'll go to the beach, they sit under the, under the, the, the tree... And then, you know, Apple will fall down or something like that. And, hey, I have an idea. Yeah, I'll invent whatever. No, 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 no. Invention comes from a very hard work. comes from getting very deep into the issues, into subjects. Very, very deeply. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, understanding the ecosystem around. Understanding the hurdles, the needs, the requirements. Uh, in these patents, in these inventions, I believe. I think these are the inventions who are changing. Only so, and correct on that. I, I, I agree with you know everything that you said. Um, but so you you came up with it, right? And then what did you do after that? Because one of the things I'm trying to get to is, and we'll get to Grove as well. But I want to hear, I want people to understand like the process of you came up with the idea. Okay, and then did you go right away to raise money? Did you well, take internally and you so build I, it? When I came, when I got the idea, by all the had a company which dealt with Flash. So we knew what is Flash. I knew what is Flash. It wasn't, hey, I have an idea, let's establish a company. Mm-hmm. There was a company. Mm-hmm. I was running the company. <laughs> I established this company. So you're... you're so by the way, it's not the only idea. I had many ideas, <laughs> many other ideas, and many of them just didn't work out. And that's part yeah. of life, yes. Uh, but uh, we came with uh, this idea, and uh, there were some of my partner, my colleagues or my uh, employees that said, hey, it's an amazing idea. Some of them said it's a shitty idea, there's no chance it's going to work. Um, and then we, we continued, we, we, we bought the product we, as part of the M-Systems activity. Mm-hmm. 
And then we tried to promote the product. And the first year actually was, wasn't great. Uh, it was very difficult. And then uh, we, we put a lot of effort to make it a standard in the market. And then competition was coming. And a bunch of uh, tons of uh, Chinese companies mm-hmm. uh, with very, very low gross margins. And they were a threat. So the question was how to fight them. Uh, you have a patent. What do you do? Are you going to sue them <laughs> one by one? You know, it's, you can't do it. It's a, well, it's it's a long battle to bring something like that to a success. Correct. There are many. There were many, many places, many, many stages where, you know, uh, maybe somebody else would uh, break up or give up and say, no, 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 it's, it doesn't work out. Uh, happy to be the people who uh, which worked on this project say, no, no, we can't. We are not going to succeed. And, and you just said, we are. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so you, the first year was hard. The first year you, you did whatever, you know, whatever, let's say a million, two million in, in sales. How did you scale it? Like, when did you see the aha moment? When did it like say, okay, right, we, the, the, the idea that I had and the product is really taking off? Uh, okay. Uh, first of all, I, I replaced the people and put the right people in place. <laughs> always, always the right people. Uh, I think that the biggest issue was when uh, uh, we actually, actually, the good people are people are important. It's all people, and you know, it's almost all people. It's people are not the only thing. But if you don't have the right people, your chances to succeed are very, very low. And I did have amazing team. And a lot of the success, of course, relate to the team. But I believe that one of the things that we have done, uh, we we had patents uh, for the USB flash drive. And uh, the patents were good. By the way, not automatically. We had to go through the process of enhancing patents, mm-hmm. which is possible. You can do it in, uh, in the patent office. Uh, it's Again, it's an effort. Don't give up. That's one of the ideas. Even if the patent originally wasn't right, wasn't written uh, the perfect way, we, we found a way of how to perfect it, how to make it better. Uh, so, uh, uh, and win against competitors that came with uh, another patents that relate to that. But the question, what do you do with patents? So, one way is fight with anybody who uh, comes with a similar product. But, you know, the fighting, fighting, you know, maybe I'm pacifist. I'm, but, uh, no, no, I, whenever it's required to fight, fight. If it's not required, don't fight. Uh, I'm not looking for wars. Uh, but the idea is, uh, what do we do? We, we actually we sued the company in Korea, and uh, the company actually lost in the court miserably. Mm-hmm. And they, they actually, two weeks later, they, they shut, shut down. down. Uh, three weeks later, they came out with another name. You want, you want some, you lose some. Uh, it's not work like that. So anyway, uh, we said, what, what should we do? We actually, what we did, which I think was smart, and it wasn't my idea, it, it's a team. It's a, we, we, we took the patents and went to the flash memory manufacturers. Now, when, if, if I have a patent, and this guy here infringed my patent, and you are helping him to do that, if I tell you that this is what's, what's going on, and you continue to help him, I can sue you. So we went to these guys, the freshman of said, guys, you are supporting this bunch of uh, infringers. Yeah? And they infringe our patents. And you can see why. You can see our patent. Mm-hmm. You can see the court. Uh, one of them we sued. He lost in court. 
you are supporting a bunch of uh, companies that are infringing our patents. Now, we don't want to sue you. We are very nice guys. You are Israelis. Mm-hmm. Israelis are not worldwide. It's very, very nice guys. Never go to fight with anybody, you know, like Christians. That yeah. You hit them one side, they give you the other one. The other one. You hit on the cheek or? How do you call it? Cheek. Cheek, cheek, yeah. Yeah. You give them the second cheek, yeah. We are known as, uh, you know, these nice people say, hey, guys, we don't want to fight with you, but we have an idea. And the idea is uh, instead of you know going to court, it cost you lots of money. Mm-hmm. You build a fab. You want to fetch your flash memory. We don't have a fab, so we give you license to our patents, but you give us a portion of your fab. Now, how much money does it cost to build a fab? You know? No. Today it costs about ten billion dollars. These days it was maybe three to five billion dollars. Billion, not million. Mm-hmm. Billion yeah. dollars. We didn't have the money to build a fab. So we say, we came to the river, we used the Israeli chutzpah. We say, <laughs> we don't ask a lot, give us only 15% of the fab. Say, what? 15%? You know how much money it costs us to build it? We don't want the physical fab, we don't want the land mm-hmm. or the machinery, just the, the production. 15% of the production of the fab should come to us. Now, in flash memory, you are always in a, in a, in a Oversupply or undersupply. When you are in uh, oversupply, the meaning is that you, the fab, fab is like a large machine, at the size of a football uh-huh. court, okay, but not one uh, floor, but five floors. Uh-huh. Think about such a big machine, <laughs> where you, whenever you turn on the power, the machine begins working. Now, one thing about this machine, you can turn it on, you can't turn it off. And the machine is just pouring components one after the other. So if you have to whom to supply, it's great. You are very happy. You make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Life is good. When you are in in oversupply, then you make components, but you have no one to sell it to. And then you have to build in the warehouses mm-hmm. to keep this. Comp- you can't just throw it to the garbage. You know, <laughs> There's no garbage. Yeah. You can throw the components of the garbage. It doesn't work out. So, so uh, we were smart to go to them at the times that they were in oversupply saying, yeah, guys, anyway, you have... You want to factor for you know for nothing. At least if you give us this component, at no it cost just it cost at no profit. This will fine. This will be fine for you anyway. And you know negotiations. We asked mm-hmm. for fifty percent. So it was uh, Samsung. They gave us six. Mm-hmm. and never comply with their numbers. <laughs> and if it was Toshiba, they were much more honest. They give us uh, uh, maybe ten percent. Uh, and uh, life, uh, yeah, and that's became a great success. Uh, that's that I, I didn't know about that part, which is that's pretty cool. So pretty much, your partnerships really helped you elevate okay. at, at taking. I'm very much, I'm a great believer in partnership. I do believe that for us Israeli companies, we usually don't raise a lot of money. It's, it's rare to see an Israeli company that uh, that raise billion dollar mm-hmm. in the states. You can see it. You. We are, we are far away from the market. Uh, we need partners to succeed. That's part of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we encourage very much our, our companies to uh, do partnership and work with uh, much larger companies existing in the areas. So, how long did it take you to get to that point? Though? Like from you know, from to the point where you're 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 saying, okay, we we found our groove. 
Um, you know, and then you're saying, well, maybe it's time to get out, right? How did they send this? Did they come to you? You came to them? Were you working together? The story of M-Systems. So I, I, I established M-Systems actually at January, January 1989. And over the years, we did flash data storage. Mm-hmm. This did flash data storage. But somehow, we were in the same field, but we were careful enough not to do exactly what the others were doing. So they were very strong in memory cards. Mm-hmm. We did uh, uh, embedded, mostly embedded and mm-hmm. USB flat. Now they, they went into a, a B2C, a business to consumer. They did retail, they had a brand name. We did B2B, we did only selling to OEMs. Uh, they went to uh, camera manufacturers, we went to phones, smartphones. Uh, we were focusing on, on computers, uh, industrial computers. For them, this wasn't a market. They, the focus was very much into building the brand and selling to Best Buy. And, uh, Staples. Staples and all this. Yeah, all those. So, so the companies were actually in the same field, but, but different, competing it. Different markets. And we always used to meet and talk and discuss and... Uh, and uh, Sometimes I got good advices from uh, Eli Hawley, and I think that sometimes I gave him good advices. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he offered me actually a few times through the way, throughout the way, uh, to be acquired by him. And I said no every time he offered until it came uh, 2006. And I said yes. Was there any reason why then all of a sudden he said okay? Yeah. Okay. It was. I usually don't talk about it in uh, that. Uh, but that's a, that's a long and complicated story, but I was these days uh, uh, very disappointed of, uh, of my board, and uh, it's, a, it's a really complicated issue. No, okay. And Eli, Eli called me in a very sensitive time of my life, and this time he called me, actually he called me on the phone and said, hey, Doc, how about learning now? I said, okay. And I went with it, you know, with the process. Were you happy, looking back, were you happy with the choice? I was miserable. I was, uh, I saw the company, I, I tell you something which, again, I don't talk a lot, I, I felt so bad. You know, uh, short time after that position, mm-hmm. I had uh, really heart pain. Now, not heart pain on the, on the spiritual uh, mm-hmm. meaning, uh, but physical heart, heart pain. I had the delicate cumulative, it's how do you call it? Uh, uh, heartache. Heart? Heartache. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I do believe that there is this connection mm-hmm. between what you feel, you know, uh, as a spirit, yeah, mm-hmm. and what you feel physically. But yeah, I didn't like the, 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 the acquisition. I saw that the company, the Life System, so the potential. Uh, great potential to go on mm-hmm. and continue its activity as an independent company. But, you know, it's what under the Agreed, agreed. And so one thing I just want, were you, you building up the company, right? You, you you were saying before that you got, you know, you have to get people that, you know, are, are positive, supportive, you know, that you could work with. Did you have a certain way of hiring people? Did you, how did you find the right people? We, when M system was sold, we were, we had revenues of over a billion dollars. We had about 1,000 people. That's a, that's a lot of people. So <laughs> you hire all the 1,000 people. We yeah, of course. Uh, of course, you, you keep, uh, you hire people and, you know, some of them go with you all the way. 
And some of them are leaving it, or some of them just, you know, they get, uh, they're not suitable for wherever the company moves yeah. to replace them. But the company Spotify. culture comes from you, though, right? Did you feel that you the were culture, building one? We had a very, yeah, we had a very, 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 very clear culture. We had very strong values that we complied with. We, we, people were talking about the values. People were exercising the values. We had a very clear mission statement. Got it. Okay, so... You, you, you moved on from there and so what did you what did you decide you want to do something else you want to start another company did you want to invest I, I know that you did you, you, you were going I think you started Modu as well after uh, you know when I did the acquisition Eli, Eli oh, he asked me to stay six months at the company to help the transition and the integration of it and I I think that I've done quite a good job <laughs> the company in Israel still exists and uh-huh. maybe not not as not one thousand people, but not far away from that. And uh, uh, and, and I did help uh, Sandisk to actually structure uh, differently. Uh, and I did help Emmy uh, uh, to keep the customers of M Systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then six months, exactly six months after I gave my vote that I'll stay, and I'll uh, walk till twelve. I allowed myself to walk only this day, only <laughs> till 12. But I walked many days before, mm-hmm. 12 till, till midnight. So uh, this was the working till uh, noon. And then uh, at noon, I, uh, I I called the management, you know, the guys who worked with me uh, very close at the uh, last years. And I, we had the uh, Ramu Kos, we, we said, uh, how do you say, Ramu Kos, we, uh, we said the okay. on uh, some wine. Mm-hmm. Some uh, stupid wine. <laughs> that I got as a present from somebody. <laughs> and I say, guys, uh, continue, make uh, great stuff, do well, work for Sundays. It's an amazing company. I crossed the street. I went about 100 meters, entered the new office. I said, okay, I'm beginning to work my new company model. That's a mistake. Why? Take the question. Take vacation. You need to take vacation. You need to allow <laughs> we'll see detox. You need to allow yourself to think about what you want to do, how you want to do it. Uh, to check things really solely. Not trash, not trash, nothing. No. At these stages, you need to really... These are decisions that are so important. That you really need to go and cover yourself mm-hmm. from all directions. Understand what is, if it's possible, if it's feasible, if it's uh, the right thing how to do it, with whom to do it. And I was uh, just, uh, I didn't allow myself even half an hour. <laughs> so did, did, that, did that, you know, I think mean, Modu, just for my listeners, you, you saw the company as well, but it was more for the patent, right? More for Modu, the... we sold the patents and technology to Google. Uh, it wasn't a great success. Okay. Really. Uh, all depends how we saw it. Financially, it wasn't a success. Uh, on the other side, uh, Modu was a crazy company. It, it was actually, it lived very short time. It lived, uh, I think, about something uh, altogether, three and a half years. Three and a half years. Uh, we, we really had a flag of innovation, crazy stuff. Uh, go, invent, bring crazy ideas, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, there were many, many startups that actually went out of uh, Modu with some of the ideas that were structured when the people were at Modu. Which is great. I'm very happy for that. So I do. I don't have many children, but I do have many, many. <laughs> so, so that was a question. So my question then is, you know, did that help you? And again, you know, as an you know, because you were an angel investor, right? And 
after that, I, I began to do angel investment. And, so, and, uh, yeah. did it shape your attitude or what you were looking for going through that process with Modu and seeing some of the things spawn and grow from there? Like, what, what was your, as an angel, again, I wanted to go through your angel investing time and then your, your actual venture capital time now. And your mentality or approach, is it the same? You know, as an angel investor, did you just look at, you know, the individual or did you look at more of the, you know, overall structure, etc.? Okay, it, it worked differently. It wasn't like that. What happened mm-hmm. is that after Modu, uh, by the way, in parallel to Modu, that's again another mistake. I've done many mistakes. After, at the same time that I, I established Modu, I took upon myself to become the chairman of Tower Semiconductor. Eli, which Eli, which was investor at Tower, uh, came to me at the beginning of 2007 and said, "Listen, uh, you know this uh, Tower Semiconductor? It's a fab in uh, Magdala Emek, mm-hmm. and uh, they look for a chairman. They really need the help. How about uh, becoming their chairman?" And I, I said, no, 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 I know Tower quite well. We, we looked at Tower a few years before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tower was looking for investments, and actually that's when Sandisk and other companies invested into it. And my partner these days went to look at the Tower, and he came back very, very excited, and he said, let's invest. And I, and I went to meet the guys, and I looked at the, the business plan, and it seems to me not the great one. And I said, hey, <laughs> these guys, I don't think that they are going to really create success. Uh, and, and they actually, I knew that they were in trouble. So I said, and so I said no. And I still remember a very tough uh, conversation I had with one of the other investors of uh, Tower that uh, was calling me and saying, hey, how come you don't uh, invest? I know that because you, your partner want to invest and you are non-Zionist. Or, <laughs> I am Zionist, but yeah. I, know I have, a, I have a responsibility to my my company mm-hmm. and to the investors at my companies, which are many people that have their pension funds in, invested in. And this is incorrect for M-Systems to be done. So anyway, I told Eli, Eli, I know Tower. I, no, I, I don't. He said, listen, go to meet the sale. Okay, we got I make it an hour, mm-hmm. hour 20 minutes from uh, Fasada. I went to meet the CEO. The CEO is a very smart guy, Russell. He was already serious at the company, so it wasn't new to the company. And he, he what he did smartly, he actually, we speech out about that. He asked me, why didn't I want to invest? Mm-hmm. And I explained to him. He said, listen, he opened his window. He said, listen, you see this city here with Dalai If uh, no one would come to help me, I said, Jamal, this company is going to be, to, going to be terminated. And you have a new responsibility that all this city, it's not a big city, yeah. it's a small city, but all this city is going to be unemployed because every employee has a family and they have somebody who sells them the vegetables and has a, the, a barber and teachers for this. All of, all of it, all the community here becomes unemployed. Your responsibility for that, Mr. Moran. <laughs> I said, what shall I say? I said, okay, I'll come. I'll come. I said, uh, how about, uh, you know, uh, salary? I said, mm-hmm. I don't need salary. I, you know, I just uh, sold them systems. It's, I did not of money. No salary, no option, nothing. Uh, they talk, were talking about maybe, you know, it's a, it's a chairman of the world. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to come to the yeah. meeting. I found myself going there a lot, spending a lot of my time. Where it was very problematic when there are troubles. I didn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, when there was a requirement to go 
to China or to the States, over to China and the States. And one of the things I'm very, very proud of, we did the amazing turnaround in yeah. this company. Yeah. Uh, and from a company that was really at the edge of the, how do you say it in English? Edge of the rock. Yeah, edge of the edge cliff. Of the cliff. Edge of the cliff. Yeah, edge of the cliff. Two wheels on air. Yeah, I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, today it's a company with a valuation of billions of dollars. Actually, it's not that I did it. It's not I, I couldn't do it. But, you know, I, there was an amazing team that did it. And the CEO is an amazing guy. He's smart. He's a... But they seen that they, they, they built a, somebody else built the, the, this wagon. Somebody was riding the wagon very, very good. Somebody was running the engine very, very well. It's just that the, this wagon went to the wrong direction. The only thing I've done is maybe take this wagon and really, with huge effort, change the direction. That's the only thing I've done. But this saved the company. And yeah, with many others, but I do have a, I believe, important role in, uh, in doing this uh, change. So I'm very proud of that. Was the change the market change, like in terms of their approach to it, or their? I, I tell you what I've done, which is most crazy stuff. You remember who who is the guy who sent me to? Uh, yeah, Eli Aoi. Yeah, I fired him from the board. <laughs> and the second <laughs> thing I've done, I found that uh, 25% of the revenue of Tower came from Sandisk, and 40% of the production of Tower was dedicated to Sandisk. Nice. I, this is me. This is me, mm-hmm. not the, the other guys at the company. I enforced the company to stop manufacturing for Sandisk because they were losing money on any, mm-hmm. any component they were selling to Sandisk. And this was very, very difficult. The company went uh, actually to three, four days, work days a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is fab. Fab is supposed to manufacture non. No, no, uh, without stopping, yeah? Yeah. Uh, maybe 21 shifts a week. We went to three, four shifts a week. Crazy, yeah? But that actually forced the company to look for the right customers, to look for the right areas. Got it. Interesting. Well, that, that is a, <laughs> that's, that's a unique story. All right, so, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, we have a little bit more time. So I want to go now into, yeah. you know, um, uh, how do you end up and how do you start Grove? You know, so uh, okay. After that, I, I established several more companies. I, I began to invest in companies, and and uh, you know, looking at my activity as invest as an angel investor, you know, I do have one investment I've done that covers probably for all my losses, which is a company where I the value of the latest investment in this company. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. I can uh, go into details, but this, the, the latest value of this company is 320x the value I invested in. 320x? Yeah, 320x. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, so and, and you invested at the angel round? I was the, I was the investor. The investor. Yeah, of course. Uh, this is, there was no other investor. Uh, it's a crazy investment. No, no, but nobody else was crazy to invest. In. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, I, I, but, but talking at the activity in general, I was unhappy with the activity, and and it, uh, it took me time to understand that if I want to invest, it should be done professionally. Professional means I cannot establish companies, uh, running, being the CEO of companies, and at the same time to invest. If I want to do it, 
That's what I have to do. By the way, when I was the CEO of M Systems, I was only the CEO of M Systems. I didn't invest in companies. I didn't involve myself in other activities, which I, I as a recommendation to anybody. You want you want to do something and create success, do only that. Yeah, don't do that. And I, I see sometimes guys coming to us and they, they say, yeah, "I'm working there and I walk there." You can't walk here and walk there and expect to be successful in anything you do. One of my failures at Modu was the fact that I was actually at the same time uh, the chairman of Tower that directed a lot of time and attention for me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, I, I say that sometimes I say hmm, I like I like the investment part. I like it very very much. I actually can bring into into the investment into the, the process my knowledge, my know-how, my experience, all the scarf. Discuss that yeah, I got exactly. in my long way, and uh, and help others. And actually, not help one or two companies, but help many companies to become successful. And one more thing: to do that, you need money. Why do you need money? You need to have a team. You need to have analysts. You need to have a, a, a team that would go and explore and do a very thorough due diligence, and then not just uh, visit the companies once a quarter, but work with the company with the companies uh, daily or weekly in order to help them to, to survive and do the right things. And, and you need money because you need to do not only the initial investment, but you do have to invest in the follow-ons, and maybe the follow-ons and the follow-ons and so on. The meaning of it is very simple, fund. That's mm-hmm. what we've done. We established a fund. Was it hard to raise the first, the first round? The first round, I think it was a relatively hard some people will tell you, tell you, hey, it was very, very, very easy. You've done it. Actually, I've done it with, we plan to raise 100. We found ourselves with commitment of 125. Mm-hmm. Finally, found the balance at the right number of uh, 110. Mm-hmm. Um, but relatively uh, hard, uh, I'll tell you why. Because many people said, hey, you are the greatest entrepreneur, but <laughs> an entrepreneur, inventor, is an investor. It's different. It's different. Actually, this is, top, looking at it now, this is uh, totally full of shit. It's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of the great funds in America, the guys who are leading those funds are ex-entrepreneurs that made success. Mm-hmm. Look at Andreessen Horowitz, Mark Andreessen, and Ben Horowitz. Look at Bernard uh, Koshler. Bernard Koshler was one of the founders of Sun Microsystems. These guys were entrepreneurs. These guys came with a very so technology background. And... Uh, but in Israel, you know, in Israel, most of the market, most of the people running VCs are, are not, doesn't come with, the, they are not engineers and they never established a company. So there were this, you know, this buzz, you know, hey, Dov, he's not, he's great as entrepreneur. Keep him, keep him entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, I finally raised the money, established the fund. The fund is doing amazingly well. We are... I think that I, I mean, so of course, you have to count the money, you know, when, when you get out of the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, as much as we can analyze a fund success, I believe that we are one of the best funds in the country. Uh, and you focus with your. And you with we your are very focused. We are probably the only fund in Israel that's 100% focused on deep technology. On new, new technology? Deep, deep, deep technology. What is deep technology? It's a semiconductor, hardware, sensors, AI, machine learning, uh, science. 
science. I do talk about science. Yeah. Science is important. A lot of stuff that we are doing actually are generated by research done at the Israeli universities. Mm-hmm. And interesting. And, and I, I just so you know, the listeners know that um, you just closed your, your second fund as well recently. We, we raised our second fund. And, and how many how many how many investments do you have so far? How many investments? Yeah. So in the first uh, fund, we did 13. 13. I know 13 is a good number in June. <laughs> but unfortunately, we took a decision to invest in 14. Okay. So one more company, uh, we're going to invest in one more company. Mm-hmm. We already have the money to for the second fund. And the second fund probably will be something like uh, 16 15 to 17 uh, Got it. And, and are you so you're helping them you know on the hiring you're helping them yeah of course everything everything I yeah, I'll tell you a story I went with uh, one of my companies to the Far East to find a partner for their development they need a partner I told you partners are very very important mm-hmm. that's exactly the case they, they originally saw that they'll develop their own they have no chance to develop their own and I didn't I do since I do understand very well what they were doing uh, I could explain to them why the concept is not great or is really far feasibility. And they, they agreed. And uh, we went to find to look for partners and uh, I went with them. And, uh, you know, every every company we went to, it's a semiconductor company. Mm-hmm. The guy, surprisingly, the guy who came to meet us was the CEO and I knew Almost all of them. They knew me, actually. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't remember none of them. <laughs> they all remembered me because, hey, we were together at Intel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, yes, I did work with Intel. And I, he, he was a project manager at Intel these days. And now he's, uh, yeah, that's great. And then uh, this guy's here. You tried to sell us uh, tower. I tried to sell tower at some stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this guy is, uh, you know, I was the head of uh, the flash department at, uh, at uh, Hynix. Wow, great brothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, actually, we signed, two, we signed two agreements. So after this trip, the guys from this company said, "Hey, look, maybe we'll give you a business card. Uh, you are it's a new one, VP Business Development, new I said, guys, if you want to give me a business card, uh, please do write uh, manager of business development, not VP. I said, why? Why do you want us to write manager? Managers below. Mm-hmm. So because one day you have to hire a VP of business development, and then you have to fire me. <laughs> you can't have two VPs of business development in one company. If you give me a title of manager, I can stay the manager of business development, mm-hmm. even when you hire a VP of business development. So give me this title. They uh, agreed. Uh, yeah, I work for them. I work for them. I enjoy doing it. I see amazing people. I see amazing inventions. I see the future. I see technology that is making an impact and actually would make this world a bit better. And if you remember, there was a, sometime you asked me, we talked about, the, you know, what's the, what's the target? Mm-hmm. Why, why do what you do? Yeah. That's my, my, my religion. That's my belief. I have to, I'm here in order to make this world a bit better. A better, better place. A bit better, a bit better, a bit better, yeah. better place, yeah. Uh, that's that's my mission. That's my life. Which is it's a good mission. I mean, I wish I wish everybody had that mission to make it a little bit better. It would be a better world. Um, all right, so with that, I just two more questions, and this is going a little bit back. Moving when you were fifteen, 
you know, and I, I ask everybody the question is, what did, did you have an idea of what you wanted to be? And the truth is, yeah, I know that the, the, the truth I, is yes, because I, I did say, if, I knew I was going to be engineer. My grandfather knew. was inventor. My grandfather, I lived with my grandfather till the age of 18. The grandfather died exactly one week before I was, uh, I went to the army mm-hmm. uh, for Tironut. Uh, exactly, but you know, he died Friday mm-hmm. afternoon, Friday when my father was in chat at home, but it was enough time to take him to the you know a hospital. He died, and then there was Shiva, mm-hmm. and then Sunday, nine days later, yeah, you, you, morning, out of the Shiva, that's end of Shiva, I went to service. That's it. So I, I lived with my grandfather, my grandfather, he wasn't an engineer, but he was a mechanical guy. He went, he became, you know, these days probably he was defined as engineer. He he had his uh, masgiria, mechanic store, uh, and uh, and I I knew I, I'm going to become engineer. There, there was no doubt in my mind. Interesting. I mean, that's that's uh, you know that's uh, so was he like a mentor to you? Like, did you... I, you know, when he lived, he never positioned himself as a mentor. But I lived with him, and he was he was a tough guy. He was a really tough guy. I do believe that actually he lived his life, the, this maybe last period of his life, uh, with the approach that he should mentor me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he put a lot of effort into that. The meaning of this effort is that whenever summer came, I had to do projects for him. Uh, he kept me honest. He kept me humble. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, he 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 actually put the right seeds into me to explore, to research, to try not to break down. I still have my memory from my grandfather asking me one of the summer summer. Uh, Vacations. Uh, we did a project uh, that he, he transferring. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, you know, on the window you have shelves, not shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see. Yeah, yeah. To shades. Shades. Yeah. So he had a project for me to transfer shades from a building which was supposed to be destroyed, but the the, the, the shades were new mm-hmm. to our building, where the shades were very very old. And this was a project to do it not for our department, but for the whole building. Mm. And at these days, the shades were so heavy. In the shades? In this, uh, in this, uh, these days, the shades were so heavy. And now he had only one leg. He couldn't climb the, the, the ladder. So I, I climbed, and I was maybe 14. And I was holding this uh, shade, really almost falling. And it's, hey, it's the first floor. I can fall out of mm. the window. And I remember him staying down and say, don't break down, don't break down. Keep strong, yeah, mm-hmm. keep strong. I didn't have a choice. I just didn't have a choice. I had to, to do it, and I did it, yeah. Um, until I found how to do it smartly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, in a way, he was, uh, he was my mentor. Excellent. Um, and just, you know, one other question, and then we'll leave it off. Productivity-wise, do you recommend to, to a lot of the founders that you work with, do you recommend, do you say, like, guys, you know, this is something I recommend that to keep focused, you know, like, don't take on other things, just like you were saying before, just do, you know, just do one thing at a time. Don't be sidetracked. Is there, productivity-wise, is there, are there, is there advice that you give them? 
Uh, I give them many, many advices. <laughs> many of them are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing which I can say about me, and there will be many, many people that would, uh, would put you the stamp on that, uh, I'm not so smart. And they are, most of the entrepreneurs, they are the smart guys, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm the guy with maybe experience. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and by the way, maybe, I say maybe experience because things are changing all the time, yeah? And today people are smarter People at the age of 28 are much smarter than I was smart or experienced yeah. at the age of 38 or 40. Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm giving advices, and some of them are good, some of them are less good. But uh, it's your know, responsibility is on theirs. I just advise them. I hear that. I give my heart, I yeah. give my uh, my feet, I, I work for them, I, I care for them, but the success would be their success. And they are supposed to be the winner, the, the great mm-hmm. guys that came with the idea and did the job, and I'm the guy who was maybe pushing a little bit the uh, mm-hmm. wagon, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe changing directions yes. of the wagon here <laughs> and there, not e- more than that. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Um, it was really a, a pleasure speaking with you. Um, for all my listeners, feel free to subscribe, rate us on iTunes and Spotify and everything else. Um, thank you so much, though. Bye-bye. Love this episode of the Plugged In Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.